When a child or a teen walks into your ministry for the first time, what is their experience like? Are they welcomed? Are they able to connect and make friends? Are the kids that are already involved in your ministry making them feel welcome? As adults, most of us still feel nervous when we go somewhere new for the first time, but we're better at handling those feelings because we've experienced them over and over again. But the kids that are attending your ministry for the first time don't have the experience that we do, and they are going to be nervous when they walk through the doors. The question is whether the people they encounter and the experiences they have after they get to your ministry are going to help them feel connected or make them feel more overwhelmed. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the things that we can do to make sure that the new youth feel connected and as, and comfortable as quickly as possible. My name is Michael Collins. This is the Maximize Youth Ministry Podcast. The show exists to help you gain skill and confidence in youth ministry, and I hope you love the show today. So the first step when trying to help new youth connect is always going to be to welcome them. But it's about more than just saying hi It's a good idea to ask them how they found out about your ministry and what they've heard about it. This is going to help you figure out why they're there and possibly make sure that they get what they're looking for because they are going to be hoping for something from your ministry. Maybe their friend invited them and told them they should come because it's a lot of fun, so they're hoping that they'll have fun. Maybe they were told it's a good place to make friends and they're hoping to meet people and make new friends. Maybe they're wanting to know more about the Bible and they're looking to learn. Or maybe their mom forced them to go, and they're just doing this completely blind. But even in that case, they're still going to be hoping to find some sort of positive experience. If you can figure out what it is specifically that they're hoping for, it becomes a lot easier to give them that positive experience and make them want to continue to be a part of your ministry. And when you're welcoming them, when you have that first conversation, don't be afraid to talk about yourself. It's easy for adults to talk about ourselves. We enjoy it. And most of the time in an adult conversation, it's considered rude to talk about yourself too much. You're supposed to generally, you know, you're supposed to ask lots of questions about the other person and only talk about yourself when the other person asks you, right? But a lot of times it's hard for kids and teens to talk about themselves. It's easy for us, but it can be difficult for them. They don't want to open up to you about any of their problems yet. You're not that close. And a lot of times they're so self-conscious that they don't really want to talk about their hobbies or any of the things that they really enjoy until they're sure that they're not going to be considered weird for liking those things and having those hobbies. So all they have to share about themselves is facts that they don't really care about. Stuff like, oh, I go to this school, I play this sport, my mom is so-and-so, I've lived in this town for three years, you know, answering the same questions that every adult they've ever met has asked them over and over again and they're boring questions. It's a good idea to ask some of these questions so that you have some information about them and kind of know who this person is that just walked into your ministry, especially if you you didn't know they were coming. Um, But don't be afraid to talk about who you are so that they can feel more connected to you and feel less pressure to come up with something to say about themselves. A lot of times it's going to be easier they're going to feel more comfortable just listening to you talk about yourself and introduce yourself, uh, and it's going to help them form connections with you a lot faster than if you were to just ask them a bunch of questions about themselves. Now, sometimes um, you get a kid who has no, absolutely no problem talking about themselves, and those aren't the kids I'm talking about. There are kids that they just, they're very charismatic, they open up very quickly, and 
they're not going to have any trouble with this. So those aren't the ones that we need to really worry about when we're trying to help new youth connect. But when we're welcoming them, we want to share a lot about ourselves. And when we ask them questions, ask fun questions. You know, we all adults always ask, what's your favorite subject in school? What are you doing this summer? The same things that the kids give the same answers to. But ask them stuff like, how long do you think it would take to eat a 40-foot pizza? What's better, Minecraft or Fortnite? Would you rather pee in a pool or swim in a toilet? That kind of stuff. It's funny, it gets them thinking, it makes them laugh, and lets you know a little bit about their personality. And it helps them to relax and open up a little bit and, and get their mind off of how nervous they are, hopefully. And if this is at an event or some sort of a gathering where you have more than one new person youth member attending, make sure you announce that in front of everybody because every child that shows up for the first time is going to feel like they're the only one who doesn't know anybody there. So making an announcement and letting the whole group know that, hey, there's multiple people here who are first timers who've never been here before, that kind of makes them all feel a little bit at ease so they know that they're not the only one who's experiencing all of this for the first time. Now, I've seen a lot of people complain in some of the youth ministry Facebook groups that I'm a part of that their youth are not welcoming towards new kids. And there can be a lot of different reasons for this, but there's one thing that I want to point out because it can be easier for us to forget about it. And that's that when someone new shows up to your youth ministry, not only does the new person feel awkward about being in a new environment with kids that they don't know, But your youth, who have been coming there for weeks or months or years, also feel awkward about having a stranger in a place that's usually just for them. They already have a group culture and a dynamic, and they don't know how to incorporate this new person into it yet. So a lot of times it's easier to just ignore them. It's kind of like when you introduce two cats to each other for the first time, and they freeze and just stare at each other until they can figure out whether it's a friend or a foe. There's a trick that I like to use to fix this problem fairly easily most of the time. I call it the secret mission, which is where I'll pick one or two of the leaders of the group. And I don't mean one of the adult volunteers, but one of the youth that tends to set the tone for the rest of the group. You know, the type I'm talking about, they're usually the most popular, charismatic youth. Hopefully, they're also the most mature, but not always. A lot of times they can also cause the most problems. And this will work better if they are mature, but I've also had it work very well with the so-called leaders who tend to cause problems. But either way, go to them and ask them for help. Pull them aside and ask them to help you make sure the new person feels welcomed. And there's several benefits to this. One, it ensures that someone's going to go talk to the new kid who isn't an adult. Uh, And two, it helps your youth feel more comfortable about talking to the new person because now they're thinking about how can they fulfill their mission, their task of helping this person feel welcomed, and they're not thinking about how awkward they feel trying to talk to a new person, hopefully. They will be thinking about that a little bit, but giving them this goal just shifts their focus slightly, Um, and it gives them something to work towards, which makes it a little easier because they're not doing it for themselves. They're doing it for you now. And then three, it also helps build the relationship between you and the leader that you selected because you're showing them that you trust them with responsibility, which if you listen to the last episode, you'll know that's something that I think a lot of teens are looking for. 
But helping new youth connect goes beyond just greeting and getting your youth to talk to them. We want to form relationships as quickly as possible. If you listen to episode six, you might know what I'm going to say next. The best way to build connections and relationship between your youth in your ministry is with team building. If you're in youth ministry, you probably are already playing games, either on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. I don't know. It depends on what type of ministry you're in. If you take those games a little bit further and be slightly more intentional with the games that you choose and how you run them, the they can not only be a fun experience for your youth, but they can also be the best tool you've got at building connections and relationships between your students. If you've never done team building before, go listen to episode six titled Getting the Most Out of Games. I kind of break down some of the basics of team building in that episode. And I, I know I said something like this before, but I'll say it again. The only difference really between just playing games and doing team building is the intentionality behind choosing the games and talking about it with your youth afterward, which is what we call the debrief, when you kind of get the youth together and talk about what happened. If you're not doing any of this yet, um, please start. It takes a little bit more effort, and you're going to get major results. And you might it might be rough at first. You got to get used to it. You got to practice it. It takes some time. But keep it up. Keep trying it. Keep being intentional. Um, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about after you give this a shot a few times. Now, one other thing that you can do to help new youth feel connected on their first day is reach out to them after they leave. If you gathered a little bit of information about them when you were talking to them or when you greeted them, like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, then hopefully you'll have some sort of way of getting in contact with them or in contact with their parents and just reach out a day or two after they're gone, maybe a week after they're gone, um, and let them know that you enjoyed having them that you, and you want to see them again. And this just, just proves to them that they're a person to you. They're not just another kid that comes and goes in your ministry, but that you actually care. And that goes a long way. Now, I hope that this has been helpful to you. At the time of recording this, we have four reviews, or not even reviews, we have one review and four ratings on Apple Podcasts, and not enough ratings on Spotify for it to show me how many ratings we have. So if you're listening, if you made it all the way through this episode, let me know that you're out there by just leaving a rating. Just that I know you're there, because I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to see that you're out there. Let me know that you're out there and you're listening and you're enjoying the show. It means a lot to me. And remember, love the kids all the time, no matter what. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.